This is a routine about Chicago. But the truth is that it was broken in and became a routine in New York at the Blue Angel. And it, be, it happened there. They had old country Italian waiters there. And one of them was waiting for me after the show one night and said, that's my favorite. And I said, it's about a Jewish father. He said, no, he's Italian. Downstairs is the delicatessen. Upstairs is our apartment. This is where we live. This is many years ago. I'm between 17 and 18 years of age. I've just graduated from high school. My father owns the delicatessen downstairs. This is the west side of Chicago, an almost exclusively Jewish neighborhood. Here we thrive, lowering real estate values. <laughs> and here we are moderately happy because we don't know from such things we couldn't help it anyway. My father makes a reasonably good living uh, in his delicatessen, selling sandwiches to laborers in the neighborhood. On this particular Saturday, a rush day for my father in the, in the city of Chicago, I'm at the other side of the city with two close friends, Fat and Yudel. Fat's father owns a bakery, naturally. Yudel's father is a pipe fitter. For the life of me to this day, I do not know what a pipe fitter does for a living. It sounds obscene. Fat, who is fat, and Yudel, who I suppose is Yudel, and I are playing blackjack, an American game. For some time now, my friends and I, the three of us, have been associated as aspiring actors, young thespians at a community theater which is held in our neighborhood on the premises, incidentally, of an Episcopal church. Which means, of course, that my father has never seen me in a play. <laughs> Tough cookie. During the course of the afternoon's conversation, my friends announce obliquely, but nevertheless with some pride, they've each sent $100 away, and $100 then was one million dollars. They've each sent one hundred dollars away to New York to an acting school along with applications for attendance. They will be going soon. I'm left out. I want to go too. I'm a kid. There's no course for me to take but to make a similar request of my family. But for me to go directly to my father with a request for a hundred dollars is ridiculous. It would be like chewing on a razor blade or something equally goofy. Whenever I've had a problem in my young life, I've always gone directly to my mother. My mother has always had the same wonderful, consistent maternal advice. Talk to your father. <laughs> and you all knew it before I said it, right? Well, I've called home on the phone because I'm afraid to talk to either of these people in person about this subject. My mother goes downstairs to the delicatessen. She announces to my father, Nate, he wants to talk to you. You know who. <laughs> Nate, my father, wipes his hands on a cloth, which as I recall should have been condemned months before. He comes upstairs and he takes the phone and he talks to his son, Sheldon. Sheldon at the other end of the line, asking for a hundred dollars to go to acting school in New York. Yeah, well, all right, are you a big shot, are you? Listen, before you say another word, I have a request to make from you. Go to hell and that's all and leave me alone. You know why go to hell, so don't play act with me, actor. Your friends, you can fool actor. Me, you can't fool. You're some nice guy you are. Sounds well, guy. What is it? I have to ask you a favor. I have to pull out all my teeth from my head. That's the way it is. Every Saturday, I ask you, come downstairs and give me a few hours in the store. Every Saturday, is the same thing. You take a powder. What kind of a guy are you, huh? What kind of a guy are you? You're proud of yourself. 
You need a favor from me, God forbid, a couple of dollars at the card you smash up every week to do an editorial to get it right. When you were in high school, I didn't sit up with your whole night to help you with your homework. If it wouldn't be for me, would you pass English? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, I have to ask a lousy favor from you. I have to stand on my head and die altogether. All right, Sheldon, forget about it. I'll forget about it. You'll forget about it. But I'll remember, Sheldon, and don't you forget it. All right, listen, do me a favor. Hurry up and talk. Your Uncle Max is downstairs watching the store. In ten minutes, we're out of business, and that's all. All right, so if it's important, you have to talk to me on the telephone like a goof. You can't come home and talk to me in person, man to man. Come home, don't move, sit on a table, a glass of coffee, a Coca-Cola, we'll talk business, Dumbbell. What? Of me, you're afraid. Of me, Dumbbell, you're afraid. Did I ever lay a hand on you? In your whole life, did I ever lay one finger on you? All right, but those times you deserved it. <laughs> a favor, all right, was the favor. No, I wouldn't say, yeah, I'll do the favor until I hear the favor. I don't sign the paper until I read it, big shot. What is the favor? All right, how much? How much? How much? How much? How much, Sheldon? A hundred dollars, Sheldon? A hundred dollars? You... A hundred dollars? Sheldon, did you fall from a window on your head or something? For what hundred dollars? A secret? All right, go to hell with your secret. I don't pay a hundred dollars. What is a hundred dollars? Boys, I'll tell you right now, if you're in trouble, you're on your own. You let her father pay the hundred dollars. I don't tell you. You'll tell me right now for what hundred dollars? Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tell me fat and yodel. Tell me you. Yeah. Where? 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 God damn it. Where is it? Where? Where? New York. Say, come on. You, you are a sick boy. You know that. You need a doctor should open up your head and look inside what you got there. You got chicken fat there in your head. What am I, what am I talking here? Am I talking to a baby, an idiot? I'm talking to a big boy. You're 18 years old. You're a man already. Come on, actor. You got to think to do something with your life. Your, uh, not play around your whole life, actor. Come on. How long, actor, you're over here by the community theater, by, by the church over here, huh? Not two years. Three years. Don't be a snot with me. I'll break your legs. You'll tell me a lie. How long over there? Three years. You ever make that a nickel? A penny. A token. <laughs> no, what the hell are you giving me a hundred dollars? I'm acting school. What is it? First place, I'm acting school. That's a racket. They are gangsters that take away your money. In the second place, an actor don't need no lessons. An actor is a natural. Either an actor is an actor or an actor is not an actor. And that's the good is. Don't tell me. Sophie Tucker didn't take no lessons. She made a fortune I know all about. If you want an education, would I refuse you goof one dollar to go to a college to learn something? Huh? Would I say no to you dumbbell to go to a school to be something? To be something. A lawyer. A doctor. A CPA. But dumbbell, could you hang in your door a shingle actor? How they'll come in looking for you? Who, who the hell are you, children? Then children, I will tell you the truth. The honest to God through. I don't like the people. I'm sorry, I do not like the show people. They make me, excuse me, the expression to throw up on them, and that's all. 
You had him in the house, the actors. You had him in the house. What are you telling me? No, you had a, a party in the house, the actors. You, you had to buy the church uh, on opening night. Uh, uh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. I couldn't understand one word. We were talking to yourself a whole week in the bedroom like an idiot. I was ashamed for you. You had a party in the house, the actors. Those boys and those girls. Do you remember those boys and those girls? And I couldn't tell one from another. They are sissy boys, children. All the actors are sissy boys. They all need a haircut. They all got pimples. And I don't want them in my house. And that's all. A hundred dollars I'll give you. And go get pimples. Huh, New York? Shut up, I'm talking. Listen, I can make a proposition with you. I can talk business with you. Sure, I can talk business with you. Oh, boy, with your mouth, could you be a lawyer? And you're such a liar. Oh, boy. Be two weeks, you'll be our president, honest God. Or our prison captain. Listen, wise guy. Big mouth. If I'll invest you a few dollars and you'll become an actor, a star, you'll make a million dollars, you'll cut me in. Sure, you'll cut me in. You'll buy me a new slicer downstairs, I know you. All right, here is what I do with you, actor. You come downstairs by me in the store. This city the coming, and the next city the coming, from this city the coming. You understand what I'm talking? This city the coming. In the next city they're coming, from this city they're coming. You understand what I'm talking? Don't say, yeah, if you mean no, because I know you, you don't understand English altogether, man, I'm talking to you. To say it is coming, not going, gonna have comic. And you work downstairs. And you work downstairs. Not a half a Saturday. Not a quarter of a Saturday. A full working day, just like everybody else in the whole world. 14 hours, you understand what I'm talking I give you... I give you, all right, I give you a hundred dollars, I said it, a hundred dollars, I said it, all right, don't scream in my ear, idiot, a hundred dollars we send right away to New York, to the gangsters, you understand what I'm talking, hundred dollars by you in the pocket, so you could take an airplane to New York, you wouldn't have to fly with your own hands there, all right. You have their next few dollars, a hotel room, a meal. You take a girl to a moving picture, to big, a, a big sport, all right? Love her. You work good downstairs. You do downstairs a good job. You put all the money in the register. No, no, I, I give you a Christmas bonus, $50. Ah, Christmas bonus. Don't tell your mother I said Christmas, all right? All right, come home. I'll take care of you. Listen, Sheldon. Sheldon, when you're in New York, you write a letter, huh? A postal card. Love me know what's going on with you. Don't, uh, don't get lost there. When you write a letter, you write, uh, Ma, your mother, she wouldn't have to worry. Now she worries, she makes me crazy. She makes me crazy, I'll punch her right in the nose and that will be that. You want I should punch your mother in the nose? Then write, on, uh, write a letter. You'll come home, she'll have a nice nose tomorrow. Huh? You take care of yourself there. You wouldn't get sick there. You wouldn't catch a cold. I know you. You like to run on the street naked, no? Dress good, children. Wear a coat. You'll be alone in New York. In a hole where you'll be living there. And there is nobody there with you. A fever. Sick. Dumbbell. Children, you wouldn't, wouldn't hang around with these sissy boys. 
They are not for you, Sheldon. Fair. If I'll come to New York and I'll find on your face one pimple, I'll break open your head. Understand what I mean? All right, Hector. Hector. Hey, Hector. Hey, movie star. Spencer Tracy. You are a rich guy, huh, Hector? All right, remember how it feels, Hector, because, oh boy, what you're going to do for a living. Oh, oh boy. It will be a long time before you'll have in your pocket a few dollars money, my friend. You listen to me. All right, you have a few dollars. Worse will come to worse. You wouldn't starve. You're not alone in the world, thank God. You keep in your mind, Sheldon. Sheldon, whatever is going to happen, we do in this world. Each kaga, there is somebody. You know what I'm talking. Yes, you know what I'm talking. All right. Come home, I'll take care on you. Sheldon. Sheldon. Don't change your name. Goodbye, Sheldon. <laughs> ¶¶